We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Your words have been a forerunner of the event to take place. When it took place, you got mad at God. Some of you mad at God right now about things that God didn't have a thing to do with. Life is a language that you can speak every day of your life. Life and death is in the power of the tongue, and they that love it, they'll eat the fruit thereof. Malachi, the third chapter, you'll find that God said something to Israel there that's powerful. Well, we're about out of time. Let me just tell you what he said. (laughs) He said to them, your words have been stout against me. And he said, are you going to say, now, wherefore have we spoken against you? He said, you said, it's not worth it. Now, I'm paraphrasing it, of course. He said, it's just not worth it to serve God. And he goes on and says that you call those that are wicked blessed and good evil. Because they saw the wicked prosper and they said, well, it just doesn't pray to serve God. Well, the Bible says it does. He said, your words have been stout against me. He said, we're keeping a record of this. (laughs) So you better be careful about fretting against God. Now, you ought to read that. You ought to read it in Amplified in the King James also. Because God's keeping a record of those things. And when you talk against God, you're actually talking against the Holy Ghost, the Word of God. See? That doesn't mean that you're committing the unpardonable sin. It just simply means anytime you disagree with the Word of God, you're disagreeing with the Holy Ghost. And you're not going to be let off for what you said. You're going to have exactly, eventually, you're going to have exactly what you've proclaimed and decreed to be true. It's like Job said, the 22nd chapter, I think it's verse 28. He said, decree a thing, and it shall be established unto you. See, that's what we need to do. We need to establish some life forces within our life. And the Word of God is the way to do that. That's why I told Joshua to do what he did. Don't let the Word depart out of your mouth. Because you establish the cornerstones of your life by the things you speak. The book of Job makes this statement, that if you decree a thing, it shall be established to you, then light shall shine upon your path. God will cause light to shine upon your spirit and your heart to lead you to that situation. Now, God has designed the human spirit and the heart of man to be like Saul. There's no better way of putting it. Jesus put it very accurate in the fourth chapter of Mark when he talked about the parable of the sower. The sower soweth the word, and the saw that he sowed it in was the heart of man. And the heart of man receives the word, and then it'll produce, whether it's right or whether it's wrong. Now, Proverbs, the 22nd chapter... Verse 6, train up a child in the way that he should go, and when he is old, he shall not depart from it. Well, now, somebody might say, well, now, what in the world does that have to do with what we're talking about? Now, see, here's what God said about it. Somebody said, yes, but my child did depart from the way. Well, now, see, you need to speak life into that situation. See, this is a promise in the Word of God. Now, I faced this just like a lot of other people faced it. Had a situation where my daughter was not following the ways that she had been trained and taught. 
And I had prayed and done everything I knew to do religious and didn't seem like anything was working. I was <laughs> complaining to God more than praying, I guess. Finally, I got a hold of the truth and I finally sat down one night. I remember the night I did it. In fact, I wrote it down in one of my Bibles the night that I did it. I got the Bible out. I got this scripture and I said, now, Lord, here's what you said. Train up a child in the way that he should go. When he is old, he'll not depart from it. I said, now, you the one that said it. And I've been taking this problem all these years and trying to do something about it, and I haven't done anything. And I said, I prayed the last prayer. I'm going to pray about it. You're the one that said it. I don't have the problem. Looks to me like you've got a problem. Because she departed from it. And then I went over there to the scripture in Psalms 112. And I began to read. See, the Holy Spirit was bringing these scriptures to me. So go over there and I pick out what the Spirit of God has quickened to my spirit. You see, He'll do that when you begin to get serious with God about some things. And I started reading it. Praise you the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord and delighteth greatly in His commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth, and the generation of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house, and his righteousness endureth forever. Unto the upright there ariseth light and darkness. And I read that to the Lord. I said, that's me. <laughs> I said, I'm the one that delights greatly in your commandments. You said that my seed shall be mighty on the earth. I said, Father, looks like you've got a problem. I don't have a care. I've cast that care on you. And it says, A good man showeth favor and lendeth, and he will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he shall not be moved forever. His righteousness shall be the everlasting remembrance. He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. And I began to realize something. If you're trusting in the Lord, you're trusting in His Word. See, now, we're still on the same subject. The life and the power of Word. See, I had let the Word of God die concerning this. I prayed it to death, so to speak. Yeah, you can pray it to death sometimes. See, you took that care on yourself. Now, you see what God said about it. See, I knew what God said about it. But what you see sometimes will overrule what God said if you don't get this in you. So I began to breathe life back into it. I read it. I proclaimed it. I read it to God. His heart is established. He shall not be afraid until he see his desire upon his enemies. He has dispersed. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endureth forever. His horn shall be exalted with honor. The wicked shall see it and be grieved, and he shall gnash with his teeth and melt away, and the desire of the wicked shall perish. And I wrote right in my Bible the night that that happened, Turned it over to the Lord. Never prayed another prayer about it. I started thanking God, praising God, that His Word was true, that it was coming to pass. It wasn't but about two weeks till my daughter went to a meeting with us. And the minister read her mail <laughs> by the word of prophecy, <laughs> prophesied some things to her, told her things that she had said just the day before. Nobody knew it but her and one other individual. She said, I feel like I'm an embarrassment to God. And almost the first thing that he said, uh, God said to her, Thus said the Lord, You're not an embarrassment to me. 
and went on to tell her that he loved her and the anointing of God was upon her life. And I want you to know, from that night forward, she was a changed person. Just a little over two weeks after I finally breathed some life into God's promise. Now, see, God's Word is alive. It's a living substance. But you can let it lay dormant. It's live, aren't it? Just like a seed's alive. But as long as you've got it on the shelf, it's not going to produce anything. You're going to have to plant it. You're going to have to breathe some life into it. And you have to get serious about this. And get before God and let God reveal some things to you about it. Because God is out to perform His Word. Now, go with me to Psalms, the 17th chapter. Let me point out something here that David said. Verse 4. Concerning the works of men, by the words of thy lips I have kept me from the paths of the destroyer. Now get this. David said, by the words of your lips, God, he's talking to God now. I took the words that came out of your lips and kept me, myself, from the paths of the destroyer. How did he do it? By saying what God said. Speaking the things that God said. You're my refuge. You're my strength. See, the Word says, the Bible tells us, to let the weak say, I am strong. But you see, most of the weak are saying, I'm getting weaker. Well, they're speaking death to God's Word. They're speaking death to a live promise in the Word of God. God says, let the weak say, I'm strong. You may not look strong. You may not feel strong. You may not even be strong. Probably not <laughs> at that point. But He said, let the weak say, I'm strong. See, you're calling for the thing that's not. You get into an area there where you're breathing life into the promise of God, into the Word of God, and just simply being obedient to the Word of God. So you can speak life or you can speak death. Now, we have all these great promises in the Word of God. Philippians, the second chapter, says the name of Jesus is above every name, you see. He's given him a name above every name, that the name of Jesus ever kneel bow. Beings in heaven, beings in earth, beings under the earth. Now notice it didn't say it bow to Jesus. It'll bow to the name of Jesus, and Jesus gave us his name to use. Now you know that's shouting ground. That's alive, a living promise of the Word of God. It's live, but you're going to have to breathe some life into it. It'll lay dormant in your Bible if you don't do something about it. That's great news. We have authority to use Jesus' name. Jesus has spoken to us, the disciples, and He said, All power is given to me both in heaven and earth. Before He ascended to the Father, He said that. And He said, Now you go in my name. You cast out the demons. You speak with new tongues. But now there's something greater in the Word of God. Psalms 138 verse 2 says, God has magnified His Word above His name. If you think the name of Jesus is powerful, and it is, but he said, I magnified my word above my name. So the word of God is living substance. It's the power of God. It is filled with the life of God. It is filled with the faith of God. It is filled with God's power and it'll work for you. But you're going to have to breathe some life into it with faith-filled words. Thank you so much for joining us for Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now, before I leave the broadcast, I'll remind you that our offer this week is book and CD offer number 7513, entitled God's Image of You. 77-page paperback book plus two CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $27. 
God's image of you. You know, God has an image of you as being the righteousness of God in Christ. Now, you may not always look righteous. You may not always feel righteous. You may not always do righteous things. But the Word says you're the righteousness of God in Christ. You need to get that image inside you. Remember the Apostle Paul said, Awake to righteousness and sin not. When you wake up to the fact that you are the righteousness of God in Christ because of what Christ did, not because that you did everything perfect, then you lose the desire to sin because it's the grace of God that makes us perfect in Christ Jesus. It's not our perfection. It's His perfection has been imputed to us. Now, in this book, here are the chapter titles. It gives you insight. Seeing yourself as God sees you. Chapter 2, created to have dominion. You need to know you have dominion on this planet. In the image of God is chapter 3. See, we were created in the image of God and His likeness. And God said, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing. So you have dominion in this earth. That's book and CD offer number 7513, entitled God's Image of You. 77-page paperback book plus two CDs at a total of $27. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400. Or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.